It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's all the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 47. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. 47. Yeah, now we're getting to your age. <laughs> put that right out there for people. Honestly, with how I look, they're probably like, only 47? Oh, that's not true. <laughs> like, how about that? That's, uh, that's both surprising and makes perfect sense. It's probably... The dialogue that's taking place in their head I'm sure I'm, I'm sure. sure Yeah Yeah <laughs> So uh, we're a little sleepy A little bit We had a late night We did We went and saw Pink Yeah God what an amazing show It was okay <laughs> Yeah right <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> If anybody out there has ever thought Is it worth the money Yes The it was, answer is yes It was not a cheap ticket I mean like it was. I mean, even by concert standards and just face value on the ticket, which is what we paid, right, was still not inexpensive. Yeah, because I work in the concert industry. We're just very so, choosy. Yeah, and so a lot of times it's like, yeah, if I fall into free tickets, and then I tend to. And yeah. so in this one, it was like you really wanted to go, so I'm like, let's spend the money. And it was like, Ooh, but it, I mean, that was like a Broadway show. It was. There were so many elements to it. Like there were more wardrobe changes than I could even count, and lots of like crazy Cirque du Soleil style. Wow. Action. Acrobatics and, and really amazing sets Yes it, And it, it was telling a story That wasn't yeah. just a concert That was a story Yeah It was And uh, you know With all the feminist stuff That's happening right now I, I don't want to get all political But let me just say You you, you leave there feeling empowered you, you do And she showed her She showed her little speech That she did for her daughter yeah. Like the, It was It's so cool There's just I, so many elements to I it I went home And you I mean when we got home last night Vouch, vouch from here <laughs> I burned my bras Every <laughs> all one of them, them. Every, every one of them single one I was like you got me girl <laughs> so there we go uh, yes so we are so if exhausted. we if we sound a little groggy that's it's, why it's only because we are so just be it putting that on front street as the kids say yeah and if I know that the kids say it it means that kids like 15 years ago said right, it. It's right. Probably, yeah. <laughs> the bomb is that still a thing no no good no it's it was all dumb. lit now it's oh lit. it's lit yeah <laughs> lit AF that's right See? yeah I can still roll with the kids so uh, shameless plugs don't forget we're available on iTunes you can go there rate review subscribe if you're enjoying the show you could go there and leave a review for us that would be very nice it would so it's just a little way you could help us out it, it absolutely is So uh, we do have a new review Yay Would you like to hear it? I absolutely would The headline is Entertaining, fun, and informative Ooh How about that? I like it And the the name that they signed is It's like A1N2O <laughs> I think this might be their password <laughs> Wait No, wait It spells out anonymous <laughs> And then in between every letter of anonymous It's one, two, three, four Ooh, I feel like you cracked a code I feel like Nick Cage And National S- Secret Or what, what was it National Treasure Yeah Yeah They're um, probably The person who did that Is probably laughing Right yeah. now Like it wasn't that hard Like I, this Like you might as well Just written this On the back of the Magna Carta I'm, figure, I'm figuring shit out 
So uh, they say, uh, what a great resource for Pelotonians. After stumbling onto this podcast, I have binged listened to all episodes in a few weeks. Wow. I know. Great mix of information, humor, and community involvement, including writers and instructors. There is also an intriguing subplot begging listeners to wonder if Tom will ever ride the bike. <laughs> no. So, spoiler alert. No. <laughs> and, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> It, by see you mean you will see me not riding the bike so the yeah <laughs> what was that noise why do you keep making that noise <laughs> it means we're just gonna have to agree to disagree <laughs> <laughs> and then they go on to say plot twist and potential spoiler alert tom has been secretly getting up in the middle of every night and logging ma- major mileage on scenic routes using the leaderboard name Kenwa king 3000 <laughs> I love the way this person thinks yeah. Great <laughs> podcast Thanks And their leaderboard name is 317 Kevin Nice Kevin so you're anonymous But then you left your leaderboard name I'm all spun around <laughs> I'm all confoozled <laughs> So thank you for the nice review It's uh, nice to get the support Maybe one day iTunes will pay attention to us Maybe You never know You don't Dare to dream That's right And if you want to support us in other ways Don't forget that you can uh, go and find us on Facebook At facebook.com slash the clip out You can join the group and stay up to date with things throughout the week. Yes, and another perk of joining the group. Do not forget that uh, we have a pinned post at the top of the page, and that is where you can post your questions for John Foley during the Q&A at HRI. So even if you can't go to HRI, you can submit your question for inclusion. And for those of you that have asked, we have not been clear on the podcast, but we will be making that interview into an episode for the podcast. Fingers crossed. I mean, that, I mean, I can't... That it, the technology works. Yes. The plan is that but, that's what we will do. I, I can't promise there will not be some kind of technology issue but there will be people better at technology than us involved so chances are it's going to be okay <laughs> yes so that that is the goal yes so um so in that pin post is at the top of the clip out group not the page and just leave your question in the comments and then we will comb through them all and compile Yes. So uh, what uh, what do you have in store for us this week? Oh, let's see. We're going to talk about HRI. We're going to talk about a new line in the boutique. We're going to talk about a little Stephen Little drama. And uh, you have that really cool article that you found. I did. Awesome. And then, of course, our amazing interview with Wall Street Journal journalist, <laughs> sports journalist, Jason Gay. Yes. And uh, uh, he, you might know as Queasy Writer. So yes. do you remember the guy who almost threw up on national <laughs> what, television? What did you call it? A techni- technicolor yawn? A technicolor yawn, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we talked to him. Works for the Wall Street Journal Very busy This isn't one of our Longer interviews so, No So just a heads up So the people that are like I wish the episodes Were shorter it's This your one's lucky for day. you We're done Thanks for tuning in So Let's dig in Shall we Sure It's time for News of the Pelican So Before we get to anything Yeah We should probably lead With just big Big news On features yeah, this new feature dropped. This is so cool. It's called Just Ride. No. 
Oh, I thought you were telling me <laughs> that you just finally got sick of it. You were like, just ride. Just get on the damn bike, Tom. <laughs> yes, the new feature is called just get on the damn bike, Tom. That's <laughs> nice, what it's called. Nice try. <laughs> no, but it is, it is called just ride. And uh, apparently you can hop on the bike and you can take a class without having any instructor, any music, nothing happening on the screen except for your metrics. This is completely different than anything they've ever done before. And there's no time limit either. No. It's just until you feel like you're done riding. Yeah. Five minutes, okay. Fifty minutes, five hours, whatever you feel like. So if, so some people are like, oh, I do like to watch Netflix while I'm on the bike. Yeah, now definitely. You don't, you don't have to turn down on the audio or anything or just let some sort of random class play in the background. You can be left to your own devices. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, because especially for people who are able to cast... That would be cool because right. you could or or not cast, but you have a TV right in front of you, like right. a nice big screen. So you could watch whatever you want and do that. It'd be great for people who are uh, doing like, let's say you're going for a century ride in a day. So I don't know about everybody else, but if you're trying to do like all the live rides, right, there's there's always these like 15 or 20 minute breaks between classes. Right. Well, they never counted if you stayed on the bike. Right. But you also don't want to get off the bike too much because you're in the zone and you don't you don't want to give your legs like time to get off and rest because sometimes it's kind of hard to get going again. Sure. So it never counted before. And now it'll count. So yeah. that's pretty cool. But so we posted this on our clip out Facebook group and uh, there were some very interesting. Uh, some people had some interesting questions about does it mean this. Yeah, so Lisa Chase, for example, she says, so does that mean you can have a 33-minute PR? Well, that's a great question. Yeah. So some of our some of our sleuths got to detectiving, and uh, it does not appear to affect PR. Is, so Is that anything like detecting? <laughs> I like detectiving. Okay. We're going to go with that today. I made up a word. It counts. It's, it's a new thing, detectiving. And uh, so, so Rachel Booten, she uh, hopped on this morning. She wanted to try it out first thing. And uh, she did. And what did she detectivize? <laughs> she detectivized that there is no PR at the end. Like it doesn't say, okay, you rode for two minutes. Here's your PR. So gotcha. from what we can tell, there's no PR for these rides. Okay. Okay, but then... I think somebody... Uh, you, could you ride 101-minute rides and get your Sentry shirt? Yeah, so still a great question. We don't know the answer to that. Uh, some people think that, that you can. Some people think that you, it's no different than doing 25-minute rides, which you, you could already do. Yeah. That was a thing. Which is frustrating, but at the same time, if somebody wants to... To cheat themselves like that Yeah really that's the only person they're cheating Like yeah. I, I mean if they get The shirt after doing 100 one minute rides And they feel good about themselves Okay yeah I mean It's not the accomplishment that I wouldn't be proud of that right and I Wouldn't feel good about it but I, I mean, want the shirt. No, yeah, I wouldn't feel. I wouldn't feel like I did anything to deserve it. Exactly. When I worked in radio, we did. Uh, we, we we would do all these different events, and we would have T-shirts made up for all of them. I have every T-shirt that we ever had a special event for, except for we did a blood drive, and I wasn't. There and so I didn't give you to didn't the blood drive. Right. And even though like I organized the blood drive, like I like I was in 
charge of the t-shirts all i had to do take one was take one but i was like i didn't donate blood i'm not gonna wear a t-shirt from this blood drive that says i donated blood i think that makes sense i think that makes a lot of sense and then you know mike kyle brought up is it going to have is it a good idea to have these numbers count toward the peloton workouts because it's it's probably just going to cause more strife on the opp which i mean people argue now over it he's not wrong no it will it, it will cause more strife on the opp but at the same time you know if there is a sizable number of people that would find this feature useful i don't think they should deprive people of it just because something on the opp it will cause disruption on the OPP. I, and, and to be clear, I, I don't want to mis, misrepresent what Mike Kyle said, because he also said, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that will get use out of it. Yeah, yeah I didn't so. mean that he was saying get rid of it. But um, the OPP anymore kind of reminds me of my first marriage <laughs> in that if everything you do is wrong, you might as well do whatever the hell you want. Well, you know, and we've we've talked about this before. There's people have different goals. You know, some right. people are, are, are getting on the bike because they want to look better. Some people are getting on the bike because They've never ridden a bike before And they want right. to get strong in that regard You have other people who just Want to exercise for the first time in their life And so maybe a five minute ride Is a big deal to somebody who's been Completely sedentary Right. So there's all these different goals yeah. You might have somebody who is in the middle of rehab So again, a five minute ride is a huge deal to somebody who Right, if somebody just got done with chemo Or God knows what Yeah Yeah. And, it's, and at the end of the day It kind of comes back to the old debate of You know, not debate It kind of comes back to the fact that there's there's kind of the two camps the I don't eat junk food because I ride the bike and I ride the bike so, so I can so I can eat junk food yeah like, and so yeah everybody's coming at it from a from a different avenue but in terms of like Peloton being concerned about how people on the OPP might react it's almost pointless to concern yourself because no matter what you do there's going to be a contingent that thinks you're wrong it's you know again it reminds me of Answering the the phones when I was in radio It's like if you answered the phones In 1998 in an alternative rock station You would have thought the only songs Anybody wanted to hear were Limp Bizkit and Corn mm-hmm. and, But the data said otherwise Not that you didn't play Limp Bizkit and Corn right. But, but you, you didn't just play Limp But you didn't just play Limp Bizkit and Corn Yeah and um, I think it's it's cool. Uh, Stacy Nichols brought up that she was excited about being able to listen to the podcast while she got a ride in. Yes, thanks, Stacy. That was very nice. I so know. yeah, so now you can uh, you don't have to clip out to listen to the clip out. Damn it! <laughs> you have to come up with a new name. New name. Well, no, we may have not. to we have may have to start all over anyway. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's uh, besides that theme song was too expensive. We're not buying, <laughs> we're not buying another one. <laughs> uh, and then Sonia Norman brought up that her husband. He only does scenic rides right now. And so he will like this because now he can watch sports while riding yeah. without having the scenery distract him. Like before, that I mean, was a big deal to him. I do know there are a lot of people that like to just watch the TV that they would normally watch. But instead of sitting on the couch, they're on they're on a bike or on a treadmill. And so this would afford them that opportunity. Yeah. And I thought this was funny. Ron Orth brought up that this has been a long time in the making. He said he, he was told about this, that they were working on it two years ago. So I, mean, I don't know. I wonder if, why it I don't know because because to me the timing of this is because of the tread. Right. So I mean maybe they knew the tread was coming that long ago. I mean they kind of they almost had to have right. Yeah. And so maybe they kind of wanted to put all that together. I have no. I mean who knows who knows what the thinking was. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to put their resources toward that because they had other things they wanted to do sooner rather than later since they knew the tread was coming. You yeah. Know? You can't. That's the thing with a startup Like they've 
it's it's hard to remember Peloton's only been around for a few years. Right. Like <laughs> they cannot get to everything all of a sudden very I, quickly. I remember I saw somebody posted uh, that they were like, "Well, that's not what I come to Peloton for." So who cares? And, yeah, which they're not wrong, and I think Peloton needs to be careful too because you know at the end of the day, part of a good chunk of what makes their product so sticky, as they say in the marketing world, is uh, not literally sticky. Just to be clear, is are the instructors, you know, and, and people they form relationships, they have favorites, they like the classes, and if the classes aren't there, then yeah, it is just a bike, quote unquote. But but I do think that like obviously those classes aren't going away. Nobody's going to make you exactly. I think with the bike, they're okay. My reasoning behind that is that they have made a a long and rich history of the whole point is for the instructors right. and those rides. And so if you're getting the bike. I cannot imagine spending all that money on the bike just to do the just ride feature. Yeah. If that's all you wanted to get out of it, I don't know that it's worth it for you. But if you're in a household where you have one person who that is all they want to get out of it, and you have another person who wants the instructors and the rides and all the community, now you can have both. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like we we've talked to a, a lot of people. Typically, it's it's women who they love the bike, and their husband like doesn't mind a bike, but doesn't want to do the spin thing. Just wants to get on a bike and go. Yeah. And it's just there wasn't a way to do that so you might see more households where the husband was resents resistant like now getting on the bike don't grin at me like that we are not that household but tom so many people brought up that now you could have your own customized playlist so <laughs> i could Nothing i could but just monkeys and roger klein exactly you could be down here for hours Hours and you could just be riding that bike, listening to whatever you want to listen to. How amazing would that be? If I was on the bike for hours, the only thing that would make is you a widow. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work up to it. You know, somebody somebody suggested I need to work up to you being a widow. No, oh. you need to work up to your ride length. <laughs> somebody suggested that. What about my ride girth? I think <laughs> I think it was. Let's see. Judy Wham said, now Tom can do a two-minute ride to his own playlist. And and Billy Lenore said, will Tom O'Keefe do a one-minute ride to get people off his back about riding the bike? <laughs> How about 30 seconds? Maybe five seconds? It's like a reverse auction. <laughs> Maybe this feature was made for Tom. <laughs> and Cindy Evans Nelson said, Tom O'Keefe will do, if Tom O'Keefe will do a 10-second ride, I've got a glass of Kool-Aid for him to cool down with. <laughs> I think you people have already drank the Kool-Aid. There's none left. <laughs> well, I think it's a cool feature. And I, I do think they're probably trying to get the uh, a lot of the the interface to mirror the treadmill and vice versa. So there's more uh, and ease of use when you transfer between. I think one of the cool things is you can now pause at will, right? Because you, you can get off the bike whenever you want. It's your ride. Right. So I don't know that there's actually a pause button because I saw the video. There did not appear to be a pause button. But you could stop you the can 20 stop minutes. It and, and you can get back, back on. Yeah. So That is true. I mean... It's it's a step in the direction for those who would like to have a pause button. It's not what they're looking for exactly, but yeah. it does still give them an opportunity to be able to ride and stop when they need to. So either way, I think, as you said, awesome feature. Very cool that they put it out there. And if nothing else, it's just great that like there's a lot of people that aren't going to get any use out of this, but there's a lot of people that will. And Peloton listens to both. Right. And that's the cool thing. At the end of the day, the fact that this feature exists doesn't deprive you of using the bike 
the way you've been using it. It's, nope. I mean, it's really it in a way. It's almost like they hired a new instructor. It's just the new instructor is nobody. <laughs> but you know, what I mean? but it doesn't stop you from taking a, a Jen Sherman class or a Robin class or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 just over there, and for people that want it, it's it's over there. Go use it. I mean, it just cracks me up because when you say that, I'm like, so who's starting the nobody tribe? <laughs> <laughs> We should start one as a joke <laughs> The Just Ride Tribe The Just Ride Tribe yeah. I like it <laughs> Did you get your uh, tickets for HRI For all your rides? Heck yeah I did How'd that go? Uh, Well it was very stressful I heard you were one of the lucky few Yeah You snuck in like right at the beginning somehow I did yeah I, I got in pretty quick Um, And there are a lot of people that did not get the rides that they wanted I mean the tread classes Went so fast Right Like they were sold out Like within a half hour All of them There were like nine They were all gone It's like Cinderella's castle At Disney World Yeah You gotta snag that one quick Yes For the hoop to do review Yes And I hope that everybody Went through on their reservations And like actually clicked That they wanted to go To the cocktail party And clicked that they wanted To go to the Q&A Because those seats are limited Like the cocktail party that was included if you got your ticket. So you're good there. You're good. But but the Q&A that wasn't a guaranteed thing. There weren't there weren't seats for everyone who had a ticket for HRI. Yeah, the Q&A is smaller than the cocktail party itself. So yes. it's even though they happen back to back, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can cram into the side room, room where they have it set up. Where they have the Q&A. Yeah, so we don't um, even know if we're going to get to be in it. <laughs> and we're in it. I went ahead and clicked the box for I know. both of us. I, I got the email confirmation <laughs> where you signed up for the cocktail part or for the for Q&A. the Q&A and I'm like, isn't that kind of implied? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I just I just had this bad feeling that like the count was going to be off because I didn't do it right. So I just I didn't want to make anybody I didn't want to mess it up for anybody. So That's like if if it pink last night, they were like <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Pink. <laughs> Miss Pink. But we need to see your ticket. <laughs> that's a little different. But okay, I'm sorry, Miss Pink's dancer. That's yeah, probably that, more. That seems more a more appropriate analogy. Yeah, yeah. And this is, in this analogy, John Foley is pink. Yeah. I don't know if that makes him feel better or worse. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, Pink's amazing, so right. I bet he's okay with it. <laughs> His hair is longer. <laughs> You hippie <laughs> And our Q&A is canceled I just called John Foley a hippie <laughs> So obviously people overwhelmed the, their ticketing system Yeah so I understand that the original HRI tickets sold out really fast They capped that at a thousand So we had a thousand people trying to sign up for all the classes they wanted to take You got to take one biking class and one beyond the ride or tread class Now if you didn't you were, wanna... you were guaranteed that with your ticket right like Yes Yeah But what I was going to try to explain Is that you could not do a beyond the ride Or not do a tread And do two biking classes Gotcha And so what ended up happening Is there are tons of beyond the rides That are not filled And all of, almost all of the biking classes are filled All of the classes that everybody wanted to take Were gone the fastest And the ones that are like at 6am Some of those didn't fill up as fast You know but And some of the ones on Sunday When people had their flights out Those didn't fill up sure. as fast But honestly they just went so fast And so I don't I don't know what that means for people I know people were really frustrated They didn't get their first choices with their favorite instructors Um, And people brought up The point that you know if you're Flying in from the west coast Like 
Maybe you should get first dibs at that instead of the person who lives in New York City who goes to the studio right. every weekend. Yeah. You know, I don't know. There, I don't know. There's not a good way to do it. Like it's 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 hard to say. Like I certainly understand the logic of like maybe the guy that lives in Soho doesn't need first crack at this because he can go all the time. But then you you hate to start. I don't know. Geographically means testing people. And I also know from working in the concert industry, and this is very similar to a concert, and yeah. that it and that they have a very hot property. And they have limited number of tickets And they have lots of people that want it And it's a land rush Yes And you know, so it, it's it's definitely a microcosm of what an on sale on a ma- for a major concert looks like, and so that's always a difficult situation. Everybody wants front row, and there's only depending on your stage setup, forty two seats in the front row, and so <laughs> um, at least in my venue, we have well, all arenas have pretty much the same floor size. So uh, yeah, so it's like there's there's a, you know a finite number of slots. So I like I said I've been there I've been on both ends of it as a consumer and as the guy like well you know well I'm sorry I like I there have been times I've literally gotten yelled at by people that are upset with their third row seats oh they were like well I was here first and it's like well you were at the box office first but we we all feed into the same system yeah you know what I mean like we're all pulling from the it's yeah. not like the old days when they sent bricks and yeah. tickets to the record stores but and so it's like you know you never know and so. I get it, but I also know that, like, in a situation like this, there's just no way everybody's going to get exactly what they want. It's a finite resource. It is, and and I feel I feel bad for people who maybe they didn't get to ride, maybe they didn't get a ride with their favorite instructor, and they've already booked their flights, they've already booked their hotels. You know, that's the other downside right. is that you kind of the order that you have to do everything right. You have to you kind of have to have all these other things in place and just kind of cross your fingers and hope. But I mean. At the end of the day, me personally, I'm not speaking for anybody else. I love Peloton so much. I don't care. Like, if it's not, if I don't get the the quote-unquote rides I wanted to get, it's like, I'm going to be able to ride with the other instructors. I I feel very fortunate that I was able to get into a tread class, and I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that it's with Rebecca, because I'd love to meet her since we got to interview her. Um, and uh, and I was able to I was able to use your tickets, so I had twice as many chances. <laughs> like I'm not going to lie, yeah. that made it a lot easier. And, and and in all fairness, I, I would I would like to point out that like you use the same system everybody else used. Like, oh you God, had no it, spe- it, yes. I don't want people thinking because we do this oh. podcast, and obviously sometimes we talk to the people with Peloton. That yeah. You we got, we talk to them but get zero special treatment right. and and I and prefer it that way just to be clear like I don't yeah. mean that as a complaint either that I just I would just hate for someone <laughs> listening to think like well of course yeah you no. got what you wanted no in fact you know there's four tread admins in the tread group and two of us were able to get in a tread class and two of us were not so that's how quick they went we all were online at the same time we were all trying at the same time but there were glitches like the system just kind of got overloaded and people just started getting a blank page yeah. at some point. And I think that's where the frustration really started was that it was so overwhelmed so quickly. And then by the time it got resolved, all the quote unquote good stuff was gone. Right. You know, so. And that. Quote unquote good stuff is 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 entirely subjective. Like Absolutely, it, that's why I said it a quote unquote right. because my quote unquote is totally different right. than anybody Be- else's. Because <laughs> it's not even like a concert where obviously everybody wants front row, right? right? Like that's right. the dream, and it's you know. But for something like this, is well, ev- not everyone has a different instructor because there's not like ninety thousand instructors. But but well, you know, but but people have different instructors. They have different times that fit their schedules. Absolutely, they have different types of classes. Like I wanted they to do. stay away from the early morning classes this year because last year I signed. 
up for early morning classes and then never went. Right. So I didn't want to do that. And then that's unfair because it's like if you sign up for an early morning class and you end up not going, then there's someone that might have wanted that class and now they can't get into it. Well, but at last the year day was a little of, different. No, yeah. and at, on day of, and this is across the board. This happens this year too. This always happens at Peloton. If somebody doesn't show up, they give it to people waiting. They're, oh. You're waitlisted and you get on. You, oh, that's You good. can walk in and take yeah. the class then. So, and I recommend that people that maybe their first or second choice is like an early morning. I guarantee you they're going to be people that don't show up, at least for those classes. And I would say potentially for all of the classes. So, if there's something you feel really strongly about, you should go get in line on that day. Yeah. I think especially deeper into the weekend because I'm sure there are people that they get there they that have never been there. They take their first ride and then now they're in New York and they're doing stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh. it's New York. City, there's a few things to do. I'm going to go do this other new. I'm going to do go do this New York thing. I already got a ride in, so eh, yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah, I was just bummed because I know the system was getting overloaded, and I was I was trying to sign up for my first ride. <laughs> Don't worry, and, Tom. I got you all signed and, up. Well, no, now you pick the classes you want, and uh, <laughs> I really wanted to do that. That 6 a.m. Stephen Little ride and <laughs> Stephen Little doesn't even work there anymore Oh man, see <laughs> It just wasn't meant to be But don't worry, Matt Wilpers has a 6 a.m. <laughs> Matt Wilpers has a seat for you, Tom Oh, I couldn't handle a Matt Wilpers ride I think we all know that It's it's power zone training, honey It's, it's, it's set up for everybody's level It's tuned to you Anyway <laughs> Hopefully once the dust settled Everybody was at least Somewhat happy with, with what they got I hope so I definitely do I know there's lots of trading Going on in the background Yeah I will say this One last thought on this On the, the land rush For HRI tickets Or rides Is that At least The scalpers Haven't discovered this yet <laughs> Yet yeah. yeah And and you know Just because There aren't official scalpers Does not mean That And I'm not saying Anybody would do this But if I could not I could see it happening That people could justify That they got a ticket And they are willing To sell it for big bucks Because somebody's willing To pay it for it And yeah. it's a Peloton person So I mean I don't even know How you go about doing that Because scalpers You have to be able To log in Like you can't You have to be a Peloton rider You can't Right Actually you don't You don't You can sign Because whenever I got Your HRI ticket I signed in just for you So there is potential That that yeah. could happen But so far That does not appear To be occurring It is not So hopefully not. That doesn't become a thing But in the concert world You would have to Get in with that On top of all this Not only would you Have all your diehard fans But you'd have The bots And the, the ticket brokers And blah So I don't envy the position that Peloton is in. There's more. There's so many more people. I mean, I envy that they're amazing company and that they're doing so well that that's their problem. But it's a big problem because there's so many people that want to be there. Right. It's hard. At the end of the day, it's a it's a good problem to have. Absolutely. Still a problem. Yeah. But a good problem. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if next year. You see HRI expand in some capacity Especially now that you're adding in all the The tread users I always want to say tread riders Which it would be a very short ride <laughs> Yeah uh, Actually I, I bought a lot of treads I saw on the I saw actually somebody said that this week That they were like When are they going to do a tread HRI Yeah uh, So yeah For the home runners That's what they called it It, it was going to be The HRI is the home runner invasion well, that, You can't do that You can't have <laughs> both have the same acronym I mean like That's gonna be I think they were Just being silly and fun <laughs> the, the greater point is That then it raises The question Are there gonna be two Are there gonna be right. two and then, and then you have to pick If you have both machines What do you do Not all of us Can get to New York Twice a year So uh, Yet again <laughs> <laughs> there are more clothes yeah. Don't sound so excited Tom I'm very excited 
You know, uh, the quote leggings have been back in stock so many times. I think this is the most back in stock item that I have seen at Peloton since I've been a writer and they've been back in stock at least five times and they've sold out every single time. But a new spring line dropped this week. Uh, Actually, I think it hit um, late Friday night, early Saturday morning, depending on where you were. And um, it's tons of it sold out immediately. They had more options than I've seen in a while. There were just a lot of different kinds of clothes out there. Um, And and yes, I did. I did get some things. I did get some things. So, yes, you did spend some money. Thank you. (laughs) You have a job too I know And you make more money than I do I mean It's numbers I wasn't going to point that out And you have an MBA And I have a mass communications degree That I got at 45 <laughs> So justice is served by the fact <laughs> That you make more money than I do Like it's That's fair It's well, the way the world is supposed to work <laughs> I bought some things And uh, they're on their way Well I will keep an eye out for them <laughs> So I know you normally bring in the stories Oh you have a story Do all the show prep That's what we call it in the biz Uh, It would be a business if we got paid Uh, (laughs) So I found this article from uh, USA Today uh, The first uh, nation in the paper uh, By people who don't read For people who don't read No That's just mean (laughs) It's much better than it used to be When it first started It was like really kind of cheesy Was it? It was pretty rough I wasn't alive then Okay you can shut up now (laughs) So uh, This article talks about the fact That highly fit Middle aged women You're one of those right? I Well I mean I would like to think I am Middle aged? I would like to think I'm highly fit I am not yet middle aged You can start calling me that in August Not before then Is that how that works? Yes So highly fit Soon to be middle-aged women <laughs> Are nearly 90% less likely To develop dementia decades later Wow Yeah It says uh, So they, they did a uh, They did a test A study if you will <laughs> And you will And it says After an initial exercise test At middle age Researchers followed the women For 44 years Whoa Talk about job security Yeah Get a job with this t- Research study Both groups Lived just as long So they took two groups Women One that were highly fit One that weren't Weren't so highly fit I don't think anybody Was like morbidly obese Or anything It's just They yeah, weren't super I was just super like Picturing exercising. what they called Highly fit 44 years ago But anyway Fair So it says Both groups lived Just as long But those who could Ride an exercise bike At a fast rate For six minutes In the initial test So there's your definition Okay Had a much lower risk Of dementia Later on Than those who couldn't Complete the workout so there, Fascinating so, Yeah so complete the workout Don't complete the workout Like that's So that's pretty yeah, okay. You know black okay. or white It says that the study Published Wednesday In the journal uh, Neurology Okay it's just You know what you're Getting on that Yeah you know? Couldn't prove that Exercise prevented dementia And the findings Weren't a surprise uh, It's long been known That there's a correlation Between exercise And a decrease in dementia But the results Is what surprised them Is just how dramatic The results were And it says about 5% of the women And the highest Peak workload uh, <laughs> Load Anyway <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> Those who were able To bike the hardest uh, Over those six minutes Is how they're Quantifying that The highest FTP If you will Sure if we, Yeah Whatever that means Developed dementia Compared to 25% Of those With medium fitness And 45% Who weren't fit enough To finish the test Huh So Overall women Who were highly fit Compared to those Who were moderately fit Decreased their risk Of dementia By 88% Holy cow Yeah So man This whole working out thing It's got a lot of benefits 
Yeah, it's it does. One last uh, little asterisk on this, yeah. which I thought was interesting. The few highly fit women who did develop dementia became symptomatic at age ninety oh. on average. Wow, which is ele- it says this is uh, eleven years later than the moderately fit. Wow. That's that is absolutely fascinating. Yeah, so you need to be, get on that bike, Tom. Well, this is women. Uh, <laughs> I don't think any of this applies to men. Uh, and so, uh, so what this means is you are going to be reminding me where my car keys are for a long time. <laughs> Uh, that was that was really fascinating. I'd like to post that article at facebook.com slash the clip out. If you could send it to me, please. I will do that. Or you could post it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm an admin. I'm very fancy. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us via Skype a phone today, you might have seen him on the Olympics, kind of, sort of. In a roundabout way. In a roundabout way. Uh, he's he's uh, come to be called in the Peloton world, the queasy writer, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Gay. Hi, Jason. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, I can't be the first queasy writer in Peloton history, but I might be the most public one in recent history. I think that's a safe bet. I think both of those are true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially writing with Robin, because uh, she she's tough. You, you, yeah, so well, I've learned this. You know, I, I certainly learned it firsthand, and, and then, you know, subsequent to the story that I wrote for the Wall Street Journal, she... You know, I heard from a great many of her fans who you know, tried to they consoled me by saying, "I remember my first Robin class too." So uh, they're like, "We suddenly to feel so bad." We've all been there. Well, I haven't been there. Yeah, yeah. I'm lazy. You, so you have not. So before we get to your actual international incident. <laughs> Like, like, how about giving us just a little background? Like, how, like, what do, you, like, what do you do? How did you end up in the Olympics? What did you go there to do? All that sort of stuff. Sure, uh, you know, so I read a sports column for the Wall Street Journal, which I've done for about eight years, and you know, it takes me all over the place. It's a wonderful job. I'm very grateful for it, and I have a little bit of a biking background. Uh, I used to race competitively a long time ago. Uh, I was don't get the wrong idea. I was slow and terrible <laughs> at it, but I love the sport. Still love the for a great deal and uh you know it was rather snobby to be honest with you about the idea of um spinning and you know what spinning was I just always <laughs> looked down my nose at it and last year i just was like I- i'm gonna put my money where my mouth is and just you know finally go out and try some of these classes i mean i live in new york city where you know peloton is based but also you know a great many spin studios which are almost like you know feels like different kinds of churches now people are so religiously attached to them and uh, to be honest with you like i walked in as a skeptic and i walked out you know as a believer i feel like these guys have clearly found something and you know i'm in favor of anything that gets people moving including myself especially myself and I was I was a I was a convert, um, and so uh, you know, like most people who are converts, you have slips, and uh, <laughs> I was a little out of shape when I arrived in uh, Pyeongchang for the Winter Olympics, and I had heard that uh, NBC, uh, which is you know obviously broadcasting the Olympics and the biggest media company there, uh, had brought in their own. 
Peloton Studio. Uh, they actually own a piece of Peloton. They're an investor in the company, uh, Comcast, Universal, NBC. Right. And, uh, you know, they had this studio, and I was like, this is too good to be true. I got to try this out. And they invited me, and, and there I found myself on a uh, cold Sunday night in the studio that would be later used by Mike Tirico, <laughs> sweating to Robin and, and uh, nearly vomiting, if I'm being totally candid. <laughs> so, uh, it, at what point in your in your class did you kind of start to feel the wheels come off? <laughs> um, well, I, you know, I have to say that I started a little bit of an arrogant presumption that this is going to be easy breezy for me, and I, you know, <laughs> pedaled at first, thinking, okay, looking around at the class, I had that little data on the side telling me how I was doing in the context of the class, and I was pretty close to the top, and. Nat Morales is one of the NBC stars who was in the class with me. I was ahead of her, and I was like, "Great, Nat Morales!" You're like, suck it, Morales. Uh, exactly. And uh, like, uh, like anybody in uh, you know who's made this mistake, uh, you can relate to it. I just I, I pedaled a little too hard, and I got a little ahead of myself and my fitness. And uh, you know, it sort of began as this, uh, you know, that quiver feeling in the back of your throat where you. <laughs> You know, all of a sudden realize what you had for dinner the night before. Um, yeah, that was what it was like. And uh, and you know, were I at home by myself on a Peloton bike, that would have been one thing. But here I was in a television studio where this is being shown live. Right. <laughs> and I was like, if there's ever a place that I don't want to vomit, this is it. Uh, so I really had to dial down my effort um, and uh, just kind of tried to smile my way through it. Thankfully. I did not unburden myself on lab television, so uh, I'm Shoot. grateful for that. Oh man, that's that's what would happen to me if I got on the bike. That you know, I would hurl <laughs> everywhere. No, because he he said he started like he wanted to do really well. You would never have that intention, right? But the bar set so low for me that any amount of exertion would have me hurling like a sorority girl. <laughs> so, um, so when you could see like how your rankings were, could you see everybody you were live riding live with, or, or just those that were in the studio with you? Just the people in the studio. I, there probably is some way in which I can could tell, but I'm not super. Uh, familiar with the peloton console so I, I i knew where i stood in the class that was it gotcha i and, and i don't know if you've if you um have heard but since the since they got back from uh the olympics they have they've released all of the all of the statistics from that day and there were actually over over the different four rides there were over sixty eight thousand people that rode and together everybody rode one point one six million miles <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> What's also amazing is she doesn't have that written down anywhere. Yeah. She's just doing yeah. that. <laughs> I like well, Peloton. I, I felt like a, I rode 1.5 million of those miles that night. Um, <laughs> so when uh, when you hit that moment where you're like, I might throw up, did you look around and pick somebody? <laughs> like, who's going to get it? <laughs> no, but I did. Uh, to be totally candid with you. You know, you're given this little towel. I'm sitting there like this little towel might not do the job. I do. Like, uh, if it comes to this, uh, I don't want to gross out your audience, but you know, the prior night's dinner had been a big chigger festival with a bunch of other friends, and uh, yeah, that was not exactly you know. Term in cycling of, of uh, losses are sort of limiting your losses. Yeah, and uh, that's what I tried to do. 
(laughs) That's really all you can do at that point. So was that the first time? Ride within yourself. Was that the first time you had ever ridden a Peloton? It was not. When I originally did that first story about sort of being a cycling skeptic, I did the uh, the class that's in New York, the actual live class. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that was an interesting experience because, you know, I didn't really have a feel for, for that's really what it's all about. You know, very few people are actually doing that class in the actual room. I think there's like a handful of 40 bikes or so. And, you know, you're effectively on a television show. You go in there and there's all sorts of stage lighting and so on. And, um, and But subsequent to that, like, it's been very interesting to hear from, you know, not just Peloton, but from all the various, like, spinning constituents, you know, again, they have their differences and their bona fides and their loyalists and, um, you know, I think what Peloton has, and I wrote this, I felt that the ride quality was the best. You know, the actual, like, sort of real feel of riding that bike was as comparable as anything I rode to what it actually feels to ride a bike. And, you know, obviously they're not giving those bikes away. They're costly. So, you know, it's a good thing if they have a high quality. Yeah. They, and they are a very good quality, but, but you're right. They are pricey. And so did you have to like create a leaderboard name when you were there? They did it for me. My name was in there. You know what? I think I was just rider 10 or something like that. <laughs> I, 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 I was just they're, curious. It's not worth preserving. <laughs> Just be glad you got a leaderboard name before this happened. Yeah. Right? Because... Otherwise, you <laughs> they would have all sorts of fun with your leaderboard name now. So, what was it uh, like covering the Olympics? What was it like being there? Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a really wild experience. You know, I've done a handful of them now, and uh, they are you know all different in their own ways. You know, obviously geographically different. I mean, the first one I went to is in Vancouver, then London, then Sochi, and Russia. Rio and now Pyeongchang and uh, I mean that's pretty far flung and yet for all the sort of sort of infrastructurally complicated there's a lot of issues there are corruption issues there's a lot of concern about sort of Olympic waste but still is a pretty spectacular sports event just from the standpoint of like the human drama the people who are participating in it I sort of say that like you know I mean you never see the best day of somebody's life you know you see somebody reach you know sort of the pinnacle of their you know, athletic existence. And that's a pretty spectacular thing. Feel that if you're, you know, on day to day of a regular sports team or something like that. It's really, it's a neat thing. So when you, I've always wondered this when you're at the Olympics, that it seems like there are so many things going on at the same time that you have to be, feel like you're pulled in a million directions. Like, how do you decide what you're going to go do? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I, and that, you know, you, I learned the hard way that you have to plan and you have to kind of plan several days in advance because you sometimes things don't work out and get canceled. Um, you should have a backup plan and a backup to your backup plan. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm with a, a crew of people. I have about a dozen different journalists who are there who are, you know, assigned to various things. And so we try to cover everything that we can. You know, we have a pretty big staff that's there, but invariably we miss things. And uh, you go to stuff sometimes and it's just a bust. But, you know, (laughs) experience has helped. I feel I'm a better Olympic correspondent than I used to be. Yeah, I bet, like, that first time just has to be sensory overload. Yeah, schedule overload. Like, you know, you're spending more time on the bus than you did in elementary school. Like, you're... (laughs) You're all like you're 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 all of a sudden having to memorize all these schedules and so on, and uh, it's logistically complicated. I sound like I'm moaning and groaning here, but it really is a privilege to cover it. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's amazing. 
And so do you have any plans to uh, get a Peloton now for your own home? <laughs> well, I live in New York City. Yeah. And, you know, if you know anything about New York City, you know that we live in small spaces. <laughs> right, yes. right. Uh, I currently share my home with uh, a wife, uh, two children under the age of five, a cat, and a lizard, <laughs> uh, and a lot of toys. And I do not know if I have room for a Peloton bike. Uh, however, in my basement, I do have a sort of stationary setup. I, I'm a subscriber to this uh, service called Zwift. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is, uh, you might know a thing or two about, which is, you know, sort of a quasi virtual reality cycling program. And all you do is hook up your own bike to a stationary trainer you know, that's Bluetooth enabled and you kind of watch along this game where you're having a, it's like a video game almost you're watching your little avatar and trainer is able to you know increase and decrease the tension so you sort of have a feeling of like you know climbing hills and so on and you know i think one of the geniuses of peloton and something like zwift is that you know for so many people like home training it was sort of easy to get lazy right yeah you're, like, you're at home and like you know no one's watching you you know the, who cares if you're going you know, 20% or a hundred percent, like, you know, there's no standard to keep up to. And I think what these programs have done is to integrate sort of helpful peer pressure of sort of being in a group and feeling competitive with them and feeling competitive with yourself more importantly. And I think that's been the real revolution in sort of home working out that, that you, you have these new sort of applications and metrics to ways to sort of just work harder at home. Yeah, I think that combined with the social media aspect, because it becomes this online community. And if you don't ride the bike for two weeks, you kind of feel like a fraud hanging out with your your with, your bike friends, with your bike friends, because you haven't been on the bike, you know, so it's, yeah. like, it's almost like, yeah, a, no, for sure. It's like a cover charge. Like I got to go ride the bike or I'm going to feel like an idiot hanging out and talking to these people. So, so is there anything that uh, if if this podcast happens to end up in front of Robin Arzon, is there anything that you would like to say to her about, <laughs> about your first ride with her? I feel like um, you know, like uh, I was like, you know, she's a superhero and she defeated me in the first five minutes of the movie. And I want to say like, you'll see me in the sequel. I don't know. I mean, I'm not uh, not there yet. I need to put in some more work, but I'd love to try a class with, uh, you know, Robin or any number of the Peloton people. You know, I hear something funny. Uh, my first job in newspapers, I worked at a little newspaper on Martha's Vineyard Island. And I worked with a guy named Mark Lovewell who wrote about fishing and was brilliant like reporter and it helped me a great deal when I was just getting started out. He had a little like I don't know, nine, ten year old daughter named Emma Lovewell who would kick around the newsroom and just hang out and bother her dad and all of us. <laughs> um, and flash forward, you know, uh, so many years, she's now one of the big Peloton stars. Yeah, Emma Lovewell. she is. Um, we had her on the show, I, yeah. as a matter of fact. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah we, we did. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah, so it was a real kick to hear. I heard from both her dad and from her directly. And, uh, yeah, so how funny that is. You know, we separated by an ocean and, you know, all these kinds of job experiences. And, and, and there she is, a Peloton celebrity. So that was really neat. <laughs> That's very cool. That's awesome. What a, great, what a great story. It's like a little, like a, like a backstory or an origin story for your, <laughs> your, exactly. superhero. For your superhero action movie analogy. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. One day I will... Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, well, um, I I guess it's everything. Thank 
thank you so much for coming on and telling us your story. This is a New York City life experience you're getting. Yeah. You're never like... 20 seconds more removed from a police siren or a fire siren. My children can now actually tell you just from a distance if it's an ambulance, a fire truck, or a, a police car. Or someone I'll with a speech go. impediment. I assure you this is not, this is not for me. Is, uh, <laughs> Thank goodness. Some real, real New York City accent for you. Um, it's great. No, I appreciate the opportunity. And, and I have to say, you know, for people who are Peloton, people who are listening, I was really grateful for the very, you know, comforting and kind notes I received from many Peloton subscribers after that call. I'm saying, I hope you're okay. We really enjoyed it. Got a kick out of it. Robin's, you know, really cool. She's a badass too. So don't feel bad about yourself. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, so thank you to all the Peloton gang because I know it's a big group. And it is a very supportive community. They're it even is. nice to me and I don't ride the bike. <laughs> so I know, man. You and I, we're going to get on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> so before we say goodbye, uh, where can people find you? Is there something you would like to push on them? Anything? Sure. You know, it's, you know, it's very straightforward. It's the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. and our email, I mean, our, our homepage is at wsj.com. If you're uh, inclined, you can add a backslash to that sports and you go to our sports page where you can find me. And uh, I'm on Twitter and Facebook and all that jazz, too. Awesome. awesome. Thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule and your police yeah, it's escort. A <laughs> yes, thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you kindly, guys. Have a good night. You Thanks, too. you too. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Here's today's recipe for success. So, uh, Jason Gay is so busy, he doesn't he doesn't have time for recipes. He does not. He's a reporter on the go. They're always I know. Like, he's probably he's probably in the air going somewhere right now. They're all takeout and like this is what I all I know is what I is from movies in the seventies, like <laughs> like uh all the president's men, which yeah. is the Washington Post. Don't write in. I know, but uh, <laughs> so I just picture like a guy in like a suit coat with He's like, tw- like with going. tweed elbow patches <laughs> and his ties kind of half skew? undone. Yeah, it's a skew. <laughs> it's cattywampus. That's a Midwest journalist, and his hair is a little yeah, a little must. Wall Street Journal, New York Times, their ties are askew. Chicago Tribune, yeah, their ties are cattywampus. It makes that's, perfect sense. That's how that works, I get just it. to be clear. And he's just like, he's just grabbing a slice from a pizza cart. Right. You know? And a, and a cup of coffee in the other hand. Right. While he's got, he's Maybe probably a, and on a the phone. And a lit cigarette. Oh, no, we're not. Not really in the 70s. Well, it's the 70s okay. in my head. So he's got a coffee cup. <laughs> one, the ones with the little handles that poke out the side. Oh, you really went yeah, back to the 70s. Yeah, back in the 70s, man. And uh, and he's holding the <laughs> c- cigarette and the coffee cup all in one hand. He's got his slice. I, somehow there was a donut in there somewhere, too. I I don't know. I think he, like, used, he folded up the slice of pizza and put it through the donut hole. And I'm getting oddly turned on right now. So I should probably just end this moment. <laughs> so yeah, he was busy, and uh, so we don't have a recipe. So the recipe is: you take a slice of pizza and you roll it up, and you shove it through a donut hole. And don't send Tom pictures. <laughs> and you, it's donut on a pizza stick. Nice. We You're got a, welcome. We got a recipe from Tom, and it has two calories: <laughs> one for the pizza, one for the donut. Wow, that's how that works. I think I'm understanding how you see calories now. <laughs> You're like your weight is making a lot more sense to me. Now. A lot more sense. I understand. <laughs> so we will post the pizza donut recipe <laughs> at our 
Facebook page. <laughs> Facebook.com slash and, and our website. The, the clipout pizza donut page. <laughs> the clipout.com. <laughs> so who will we be talking to next week? We are going to be talking to Mary Demiglio Frere. I think I'm I'm, think? Pro- I, I'm probably butchering her name. Mary, once, I'm sorry. Once we talk to her, we'll know how to say it. We will. We will. <laughs> we'll have it right by next week. Absolutely. That's how we roll. We're talking to Mary. Mary. Mary's awesome. And I can't wait for everybody to hear her story. It's a very, very inspiring story. Do you have a little sneak preview of what her story's about? Nope. Just a little tease? The tease is nothing. You're giving us nothing. Yes. It's like prom all over again. I mean, I didn't know you back then. Yeah. She's like, not my prom. (laughs) Sounds about right for your prom, though. (laughs) And you would not be wrong. Well, cool. So we have that to look forward to. So that's coming up on the next episode. Until then, where can they find you? They can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe on Twitter and Instagram at Clip Out Crystal. And of course, on the bike at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you want to stay up to date with the show, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, join the group. Uh, it's a great way to uh, chime in with a question for John Foley that we might perhaps ask him when we're talking to him at uh, HRI and also if you like the show if you're enjoying what you hear swing on by iTunes maybe leave a review for so other people know that it's worth a listen at least in your opinion so uh, that's it for this episode thanks for tuning in and until next time keep peddling Thanks for listening to this podcast. We're calling on your help to make your listening experience the best imaginable. All you need to do is take a short survey. Visit acast.com slash survey. That's A-C-A-S-T dot com slash survey. Your opinion matters.